Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. This is me Abel and you're listening to The Turning Point. I want to talk to you something about our mind. I'll try to cover up whatever we can. Almost everybody knows that God has called us. Yes or no? But the problem is our mind. That is the biggest enemy. If any chance, if I can conquer, if I wanted to conquer something, it is not the world that I want, it is my own mind. If I can bring my mind under my control, it's bigger than gaining this world. But usually what happened is, we know that we are called, our mind is not in that call. So can, I, can, can we read from uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 23? So here Jesus is uh, speaking to Peter. Actually, he is speaking to here two identities. Let me put it in that way. One is the, the Satan and to the Peter. Now, when Jesus was speaking about his crucifixion, Peter called him, he took him you know, to a side and he said, Master, that should not happen. That as soon as Peter said, then Jesus is responding like this. But he turned to, okay, can I read um, verse 22 also? And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Yeah. Saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Yeah. Then he turned to Peter and, uh, then he turned and said, get behind me, Satan. Here we can see that, I, I, I don't want to go much into the context. When Jesus was speaking about why he came to this earth. The crucifixion was the assignment. That is why Jesus came to this earth. Through the crucifixion, he wanted to save everybody in this earth. Everyone. Not only Christians, everyone. Those who believe in the crucifixion of Jesus can be saved. So that become available for everyone. But unfortunately, the Christians are too stingy that they will not share this to everyone. Because there are, there, are, there are few elements that will stop us sharing the gospel to others. One is the fear of rejection, what they will think about us. Let me tell you, if somebody is denying the cross, they are not denying you. I got a parcel from Canada Post. And I said that I don't want this parcel. You can send it back. Why did the person who carried the parcel, parcel get offended? Did you understand my question? There is none. He, he doesn't need to take it as personal, personal and take it. Oh, that, that, they know that that person is not accepting me. You, the acceptance of your message is not acceptance of you. You are delivering the message of Jesus Christ, not your message then the rejection of that message is not a rejection of you. 
Do you understand what I say? If you can, you can separate you from that message of the cross by sh- when you're sharing, because the message is not your message. The provision is not your provision. What Jesus has done, you know, some people, they think, uh, will they make fun of me? How can they make you fun of you because somebody has done on the cross? If they are making fun of, they are making fun of the cross. Come on, are you getting it? So find out what is stopping you to share the gospel. I'm, I'm telling you, the, what Bible teaches is, Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel, not to teach the gospel. Preach the gospel. That means sharing is your part. Somehow we, we, we turned this, you know, uh, uh, opposite. We started preaching in the church, but Bible says preach the gospel and teach the word in the church because by teaching, they become disciples. By accepting the message, they will become believer. But our mind is set on the preaching. That means if somebody is preaching so powerfully in the church, we say, oh, so powerful. But when it comes to the teaching, that teaching is transforming us into a different level. So don't, gospel is something that you need to force on somebody. It is to be preached. Whether the person is respond or not, preach it. Whether they reject it or not, preach it. Whether they accept it or not, preach it. And if you feel that nobody is accepting you, think about Jesus. He ministered three and a half years, and end of the day, he got 120 people in the, in the upper room. Was Jesus' preaching was or ministry was a failure? No. The mission is preaching. The, the duty of the Holy Spirit is putting the conviction on their heart. Whether to accept it or not, it's up to their choice. So all these things have to come together. So we don't need to take what they will, how they will respond. I'm not telling you that tomorrow you have to go to the signal and you know, stand and preach, stop all the vehicle that they have to hear the gospel. No, use the wisdom also. That's what even, you know, Bible teaches. We have to be and a pure like dove, and we have to be wise like snake also. We have to be wise. So, here, when Jesus was speaking about his crucifixion, the moment he was start speaking about Peter, he took him away, aside, and started rebuking that that should not happen. Now, here is the thing. Jesus is speaking about the assignment, why he came onto the earth. Now, the closest person or very important person in that group is interfering by speaking something that saying by saying that that should not happen. And the moment that voice heard in, in Jesus' ears, he spoke to the, the person behind Peter. Okay, read, read that verse 22. I, wanted, I want your attention here. Read verse 22 fast. So who took him aside? Peter and? 
began to rebuke him. Who started doing that? Peter. Yeah. Okay, so now, verse 23. So he turned to the Peter and, and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. That, that, that's like, you know, if, if any pastor is calling you as a Satan, you will not be there in the church next week. Don't call, you know, Satan. I, if your pastor is smiling at you, you will not come to, people will not come to the church. But, you know, here we have to understand that it is not the Peter who was speaking. Who wanted to stop the crucifixion is the enemy. But let, 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 me, let me tell you that how the enemy could get into Peter's mind. That is what Jesus said, because you are not set your mind on things of God. That means still you are on and off. You, are, you don't set your mind on that because you are not signed up for that. You are still like, you know, yeah, okay, whenever I am free, I am Christian. Whenever I am not, I am not. Because you are not really sold out for it. But I came, I sold out for the purpose of my father. But now you are telling me don't do that. That means you are not agreeing with the plans of heaven. My question is, Peter, you are an apostle, you are a good disciple, you are the, the most important person. Still, God is, Jesus is telling you, you are not set your mind on godly things. That means you can, you know, you can be a part-time, yeah, whatever you wanted to put it. So what happened is the gap that he gave, gave from the divine things, is the space the enemy used. Think about it. I wanted your, your imagination to use today. If this space is Peter's mind, Jesus is speaking to him day and night. He, he is listening all the messages. Still, he could listen to the, 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 the Satan also. This, this actually, when I understand this, I'm not surprised by somebody who is, you know, speaking anything, because if Peter could, you know, give space to the Satan, what about us? Some of you, you know, some of us, we easily can, we don't even, the funny thing is, he, don't even, he didn't even recognize it was from the evil. Think about the thought process in Peter's mind. As soon as he came to, he, he, he heard that Jesus is talking about the crucifixion, Jesus addressing the, the root cause is he has not set his mind on the divine things, godly things. He set his mind on the things of men. So as soon as he started speaking about this, the death, he started thinking in a human way about somebody is so close should not die. So that was a lie from the hell, crafted in a way that the Peter could easily accept it. That is why Jesus is telling you, you still considering the things of men when I speak the things of God. 
as long as you are in, in this two side, the enemy can speak to you. Think about our mind. Our mind is the space that the enemy usually uses. Your spiritual journey is the journey that you have in your mind also. Where do, where do we set our mind is so important. So if God has called you, what is the priority that we are set in our life? Is it the call of God? Or is it our career? Whatever it may be your priority. But what is your priority? What, where do you set your mind for? Setting your mind. Um, whether you, you know, if you ask a sportsman, they will tell you, okay, I'm into it. While they're sleeping or they are eating. Because once they set their mind, they, their lifestyle designed according to that need. You ask an army person, they will, they will tell you, I'm an army officer, so my lifestyle is designed according to an army officer. Not like, you know, I'm an army officer, but, you know, okay, I'm, 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 on, I'm on and off. No. Because what you set for, you need to create a lifestyle also. If you are a, if you're working in a company and if you're signed up, you know, you have an agreement that you're going to work in a company, then you should, you know, your every time and your priority and everything you will shift according to your, your work schedule. Am I right or not? So, when it comes to the, the godly things, usually we are passionate, but we are set our, we are not set our mind for it. Again, we are passionate, but we are not set our mind for it. We are too innocent, we are too much loving God, but we are not set our mind. So that means our, whenever we are loving, we, we wanted to do the ministry. Whenever we are not doing, whenever we don't feel that love, we don't want to read the Bible also. No. That is not what really God wants. So what the enemy is looking for is to interfere in your mind. So that if he can distract you from what God has called you. This is what exactly happening here. The enemy wanted to distract Jesus from the point he is getting into cross. If he can stop that, he, is, he becomes success. So what he uses, he used the voice of the closest person. Our mind has a lot of power. Because everything, tell me, this chair here, it was there in somebody's mind one day. The color, the design. Am I right or not? This stand, it was there in somebody's mind on some day, the shape and everything. So your mind is a womb where things can born. What I mean is your mind has the capacity to create things before you see things outside. The creation of something. That is why the enemy wanted you to get upset very often, so the enemy, so you will not be able to think 
the way the way God want you to think. Uh, let, let me put it in this way. When God said, let there be a light, didn't he say how it has to be? Yes or no? Then he saw and he found it is good. That means when he said, let there be a light, before the light appeared, the, the light, he saw it in his mind. That is why he said, let there be light. And he, when he saw, he found it is good. Do you get it? So, it is born in the mind and delivered through the mouth. That is why your tongue has the power. The Bible says the, the, the life and death is upon the power of the tongue. Because what you speak, because the, the language is not for communication, it is for creation. I'll tell you, the language, first time God used the language not to communicate, it is for creation. But we lost that capacity and ability now we use the language only for communication but still the language has the potential to create things so now again when God wanted to make man create human being he said let's make man in our own image so that image he thought about before he creating. Then he said, let us. That means the moment he said, whoever was listening, they also received the same image. It's a little deep, if you can understand. If I am telling like, you know, okay. You know chicken curry anyway. If I'm telling Hansha, okay, let us, you know, make a chicken curry. The moment I say chicken curry, you will understand, you will get the idea. That will come to your mind. Am I right or not? So it is the same way when you communicate, when you listen to somebody, you're giving power to them. They can create things in your mind. Just, if I say apple, the moment I say apple, some people thought about apple phone. Some people thought about the real apple. Whatever it is, did that apple came to your mind? This is the power of the word. You're sitting in the church, listening to the word of God. But the moment I spoke a word that created a, you know, image in your mind. So that is why it is so important our mind has to keep it clear. And that is why the enemy wanted to engage your mind in certain things, his, his things. So he will try to push the information into our mind. If somebody can control your mind, they can control you. So now here, knowingly or unknowingly, these things injected into Peter's mind. Now, Peter is speaking to Jesus, but actually who is speaking? The devil is speaking. 
He is not understanding what the enemy created in his mind. That means your, our thoughts can be owned by the devil. Our thoughts can be owned by devil. Our thoughts can be created by devil. I know this is one of the, 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 the real sharp uh, word. Amen. So we need to understand what we think in order to grow in, in the spirit. Because our mind, there are two sources the mind will you know, receive information. Basically, one is from our external source. The other is our internal source. The internal source is the spirit of the Lord. Dwelling in our spirit. The external source is what we see, what we hear, what we feel. Everything includes the in external sources. That is how the informations are collected in our mind. So, then, if the enemy, okay, when I say, uh, let, me, let me finish that. So, if the mind is like in a womb, as I said, it can, you know, create things. I just, I just, you know, show an example by saying that apple. So now, the word become like a seed in your mind. You know, if I keep on telling about apple, after 10 minutes, you may feel like I wanted to eat an apple. Because the, the more that word is used, the more it is, you know, it is, it is occupying your mind, your thoughts. Now, even if I forget, if, even if I'm not speaking, you got the seed in your mind. Now, when you go home, even I believe that even if you forget this word, you will not forget the apple thing. Because that already created, that, that seed is transferred to you. We don't filter our ears. We have to put a filter. If we can filter what we hear, because every word is sealed, and we are not like Jesus. We don't know who is speaking to us most of the time. So, to listen your ears, it is so important. It's equally that you are yeah, potentially you're taking a lot of seed. And when you go home, do you remember last year, you know, they told something about you? The moment when I said, that search engine is on, you thought about a lot of people said about you. You're, because once you heard something, it is stored. It's only a matter of a stimuli. Your, your, your mind will be searching for the things in the past and pull out what is stored in the past and will tell you, oh yeah, I remember. Now when you remember, what will happen is you are remembering not only the word, most of the time the, the experience also. That is why sometimes some people, they got panic when they smell something because there will be some incident connected to the smell. Some voices, some place, 
So why, what happened is it's all stored in their mind. Now only an external thing is enough to pull everything back. And tonight we have to conduct a burial service for something. Those who believe, let there be. Let it be like that because even I still remember uh, there was a pastor, I was talking to him and I, he said, I see God is filtering your memory and deleting a lot of things from your mind. And to be honest, I didn't realize that how powerful it was. Later I started rethinking about it and I can't even recall people, their face also. I forgot into that level because my memory is being cleared by Holy Spirit. And if we can cleanse our memory like that, the problem is we are called for revival. We are called, we have a great call in our life, but you know, where we fail is in our mind. Because one thing is enough. Oh my God, that's enough. That's a distraction. If you are a coffee lover, doesn't matter how, you know, how powerful the meeting is, the moment you see Tim Hortons come, the moment, you know, like, you know, your water will get, yeah. Because that reminding you the taste of something. How the addiction works. The addiction works. You keep on entertaining something. You're enjoying a taste of something in your senses. Now, after a certain time, your senses will be controlled by your mind and emotion. Because in your inner man will ask your senses, demand that. Now you are frustrated because your inner man is telling, I need that until I get that. Don't give sleep. Am I talking to someone today? So, People think the addiction is outside. No, addiction is not outside. Addiction is inside. And the only way we can come out of it is by the word of God. If we can break that from our mind. You know, the memories are registered in many, many ways. It is registered like images, videos, uh, audios, and feelings sometimes all combined together. So do we need to entertain our past is our choice? Or do we need to bury our past is our choice? Are you learning something? So every word is a seed that is into your mind. Now, your mind has a capacity, as I said, it's a womb, the capacity to grow things in your mind. How do you get a fruit out of the word of God? I'm not going to the, the negative side. Let me, let me teach you the positive side. Because if we get something, we keep on thinking, we keep on you know, circulating in our, that, that things in our system. 
Think about somebody, your, somebody you know, spoke against you or something and negative came. So the whole day you will be thinking about it. Now your entire system is, is corrupted. That is why some people that they heard something, somebody said two years before and still when they think about it, they start crying because it is there in the system registered and still that memory has the power to release a physical secretions in your body. And we don't realize, we, we only realize when we cry, there, is a, there are tears are coming out. We don't realize how much biochemical changes are happening in our body itself. And who is controlling that? It is the enemy. So that is why when you meditate on the negative things, that is going to affect our physical body itself. If, if your mind is a womb, how will you protect the seeds that God is planting in your mind? Because even Jesus said in the, in the, in the parable, he said, the man who went to sow the seed, you didn't realize there is a connection now. Because it's not about the seed, it's about the soil. Because the seed carries the life. It doesn't matter whether it's a good soil, if it is a bad soil, the seed carries the life. But the only way that you can reap from the seed is the way that you're going to water it. So that is why the best way to receive the word of God is after the meeting. Because... When you are here, you are, you are hearing it. You receive the word. But what you do after you're going back, the only way that we can, we can change the pattern is by, by releasing the, the godly seed in our mind. So the more that, that you know, and there is another parable when Jesus said, somebody saw the good seed, and while they were sleeping, they the, the enemy came and sowed the weeds also in that. So when you keep, when you are not attending your mind, that is the time the enemy wanted to sow his seeds in your mind. Remember, every time when you, when you use a social media, potentially you are taking a lot of negative seeds in your mind. Every information that you receive is a seed in your mind. You may not be remembering that day or not, but after 10 years also, sometimes you can get reminded of it. Some people are still afraid of darkness. Why? Their mama said when they were a kid, like there is devil in the darkness. You're born again, spirit-filled. You're qualified to fill your matrimonial, you know, that, that everything, born again, baptized, spirit-filled, speaking in tongues, ready for marriage. But... When the moment you see darkness, you are afraid of devil. The thing is because you are pulled out of an information that is stored years back in our mind. Tonight, what God is looking for is, God wanted to interfere that by saying and telling the word which can penetrate our thoughts and imagination. The only one thing that can separate and penetrate our thoughts and imagination is the word of God. Amen. So the moment that you let the word of God to, to dwell in you, 
That is why, even in the Psalms, it says, the man who meditated the word of God day and night, not, not just read the word of God, meditated. There is a lot of difference between meditating and reading. Reading is when you're reading, but meditating is after you're reading. Meditating is the word, something that you're thinking about the same thing, what you're already thinking about. That means you are, you are, you're putting in a machine, like, you know, if you have a grinder, you put something and you turn on it. Now it is keep on running in that. In that. Meditating is something like that. You got a word. Today you may not get everything, but you will get a something which is so important, which is touching your heart. And what you do is you have to put in your system until that extract everything, until that, you know, move into your body, until that it will grow and start seeing the fruit. And let me tell you, the help of the Holy Spirit is on that process. Holy Spirit is not going to come and take you Bible classes. That is why pastors are there. But what the Holy Spirit is, will do is, when you sit with the word, the Holy Spirit will give you the revelation. Amen. But if you, if you stop letting him in, interfering in your process, he cannot, you know, that is why sometimes when you blend something, you will add something so that, you know, extract certain things. And the Holy Spirit is, you know, going to interfere in your thought process. When you meditate on him, he starts speaking into your mind. He starts he start revealing into your heart. So the thing is, our mind is usually, it is not because that we are not receiving any seed, but the problem is our seeds are getting, you know, it, it is dead in our mind. It is, it is, either it is stored as useless because we are not using it anymore. Rewind it, rewind it, until that become your part of you. Until that turn into your DNA. Until that start manifesting in your life. Oh. How you're growing, how you're growing is depend on how you're eating. How you're growing is, depends on how you're eating. So if you want it to be healthy, you have to eat healthy. It is not only by eating, you need a digestive system to function normal. Otherwise, what you eat, it will go the same way. But there is a process once you eat, your body will take you through a process. And until that comes to our healthy system, it will go through that process. And what we lack is the process, not, not because we are not receiving any word, we don't process it in a way. But we are so engaged in processing a lot of things. We can spend all the day by remembering what he has done years back. We can speak all the day about something else we are remembering in our past. Stop recalling your past tonight. Because God has already forsake, forgot your past. He, he forgive you. He forgot about your past. I mean like he is buried that past because you are a new creation. Now what you need to do is... You, okay. 
the moment you rethink about the incidents happened past you potentially you create you're giving a space so that the the things can repeatedly happen in your life i was i was i was surprised when when holy spirit told me something you know when when jesus when god said that let let there be a light it happened if god is telling again let there be a light will it happen it will happen again he said that he created the heaven and earth and he said i am going to create a new heaven and new earth so that means what happened once upon a time you can call back into your life so so that is why if you meditate on your past what happened in your past that will attract the same same atmosphere that will create an atmosphere for the same thing to happen in your life tonight that is what holy spirit wanted to tell you that you are a new creation you already buried your past can you read romans uh, romans 13 14 so there is a provision there is a provision that you can make for flesh so there is a provision that you can provision provision there is a provision that you can make for the flesh so let me tell you if you don't have a provision for the flesh how the flesh will manifest so there should be a provision for the word of god not about the flesh there should be a provision for the prophecies that you received not about your past so why why do you make provision is important where do you make provision for it you make provision for it in your mind read colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 Okay if then if you have been raised with Christ seek the things that are above seek the things that are above where Christ is where Christ is okay tell me is Christ is in your past or in your future or with you so the life that Jesus doesn't need why do you need tonight we should be bold enough to say bye to that fellow because he is bringing all the dirty things in your mind and there should be some abortions has to happen tonight before the evil whatever the seed the evil evil that has planted in our mind before it is delivering there should be something has to cut off it so before the temptation happen you're dealing things in the root itself the moment you find there is a provision that is the place that you have oh some people they will fight when you when they get a chicken fry in front of them that is not the time that you need to fight against it you need to fight against the memories of chicken fry itself yeah. then you don't you will forget come on what is the, what do you mean by chicken fry i don't remember at all that should be your your heart but our problem is we 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 will keep on remembering the chicken fry and when you get right in front of us all what you are your mouth is watery and you are praying in tongues but your flesh is you know it is pulling into that tonight that you know that the victory should not be that on the moment the victory should be in your mind 
The cleansing is, the victory is not when you cannot, you know, you are running away from the, no, victory is in your system. If your house, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated. So, if you give a provision in your mind, give provision for this. Read that verse again. Seek the things. How do you seek? Is it like you're coming out of your room and looking up the heaven and, you know, trying to see Jesus? No. If you are seeking means you are searching things. How do you search? Searching in your mind. So your mind has to be engaged in searching the divine things. And how do you search? You search through the word of God. Okay. Tell the devil, I'm, in, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged already in this. And I don't have time for your dirty things. Amen. Okay. Again, verse 2. Set your minds on things that are above. See, Jesus said that to Peter. Now, Paul is writing through the Holy Spirit to the church. Set your mind on the things that are above. Above means not on the roof. Above means the, the godly things. That means the only way a child of God has to live is thinking about that. And even the Bible teaches, focus on, the, focus on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Amen. That means when you have, how much time you, left, you have left to think about the devil and your past? Now, practically if we think, 80% of us, we will be thinking, our mind is engaged about, usually about our past. We are not excited about what God is going to do tomorrow, but we carry the pain of yesterdays. When we come for the worship, we are not excited for the presence of the Lord that is manifesting in our worship. We are coming with the burden that, that the enemy put on our heart yesterday. That is why we have to learn to get rid of it and run. There was a day I, I, I texted my spiritual father, uh, like, you know, somebody saw this dream, somebody saw this dream, and all are, all are you know, like, you know, everybody is spiritual, somebody said this, and, and he said, so what? So that was the, the word that aborted something that was happening in my mind. So when I listened it, it is started processing. Now when I see something, that even if I see a, see a pimple, my mind is going through the thing what my mind created by this information. If I'm scared about a sickness, somebody said that you're going to fall in sickness, then the moment my, my system will take the seed. Now I'll read all the Google information and I'll water it. Now that, that small headache become like a cancer. And now whenever I sneeze, I feel like, you know, that's corona. Because everything is processing is corona. So what, what your system has to, we need a cleansing in our system. Yeah. 
You may be asleep for some time, your headache will go. You don't need to bring all these things into here. So, the thing is, what I, what I mean is, our God commanded us to think about the things in the things above. And read. For you have died. Okay. Everybody say, I am died. I am dead. So, if you are dead, and if you take a person died, you know, three years ago, bring it them. How do you smell it? Mm. You don't want it, right? Not even three years. You don't want to go to a dead body itself. Am I right or not? You know, the truth is, even if we are dead after two days, we don't want it to go near to that our body itself. If we get a chance. Believe me. Then you will understand, once it is dead, it is Dirty. When God considered your past is dead, that is dirty. Don't dig it. So the burial service is when you, when the burial service is not when you unfollow somebody on social media, when you really unfollow in your mind. Okay. Whoever is listening, you have to, some people, they have to divorce somebody, not your, not your spouses, but what you are engaged in your mind, okay? So that has to happen in your mind. And I know this word is going to, you know, create a lot of impact because you are called for somebody. Why we cannot run for is because of our past. Because the enemy managed to dump all his dirty things upon us. Now your speed is limited. You can't stand because of the weight. You can't pray like you know you wanted because the memories are haunting you. The weight of your past is upon your heart. Tonight is the night God is breaking that. Okay, re, re, okay, I'm going to finish it. Read uh, verse 3. So the only thing is you are died in one, one dimension, but you are living as a hidden in another dimension. You are hidden in Christ. Say it again, hidden in Christ. Hidden in Christ. That means it is not revealed so far. You are hidden. That is why Bible says you have to search because it is hidden. So what your mind has to do every day to search out where God has hiding. There will be a lot of things which is hidden. But you have to search to find out. And when you search, you are going to get what is there in God. And that is how our mind has to be engaged. 